Hello, everyone. Welcome to Miss Davis's podcast, where I come to you every Sunday night with a new episode regarding the ins and outs of our ELA class, as well as NCBA policies, expectations, and goals. You guys, there is a very special guest on the show today. Our administrator, Miss O'Shea, is very, very kind enough to have taken time out of her schedule to talk to us. And I am very excited for you to hear what she has to say. Before we get started on today's interview, the only thing that you need to know specifically about this week is that Friday there are no live classes due to outings around the state. Because of that, your module test is going to open on Thursday. It's not due until Friday at 5. So on Thursday, I will open your Module 2 review in OMS. I will also open your Module Test on Thursday. But I'm also going to provide you with a Kahoot review in class so that you are prepared for what is going to be on the test. And as I say... For every unit, do not take the unit test until you have done the Kahoot review because there might be a question or two on the test that was not covered in your lessons. And I provide you with the answer, but you have to attend and participate in the Kahoot review in order to know that. That is all that I wanted to let you guys know about. Don't forget to check your announcements, email, and schedule every single day to make sure that you're up to date on everything. Now, without further ado, let's hear from Miss O'Shea. Hello, Miss O'Shea. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Hey, Miss Davis. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're very honored to have you. I was wondering if we could uh, pick your brain and ask you a few questions. Of course. I would love to. Awesome. So first, can you just tell us a little bit about your background, maybe what got you into education, how you found NCVA? Just kind of let us know about a little bit more about you. Sure. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's kind of a long story, but <laughs> I... <laughs> I've been in education about 12 years. I was originally not going to be a teacher. That was not my plan. Um, But it was my senior year at UNC Chapel Hill, and I saw a banner for Teach for America. And I was really interested in the idea of um, education as kind of a great equalizer, like the opportunity of education being able to um, kind of provide everyone with similar experiences. So I applied and was accepted. And after that, I taught um, mainly in the eastern part of the state. I one summer trained teachers in the Mississippi Delta for Teach for America. Nice. And then in about 2012, my husband got into medical school at UNC Chapel Hill. So we moved back to Chapel Hill and um, I taught here in Chapel Hill. I was a literacy coach. So I worked with teachers on how to uh, best meet the needs of their students in their language arts classes. And then I got into administration. So I've been in administration now for about four years. Yes. So I was um, an administrator in Chapel Hill, Carborough, 
And recently, just back in August, to be the administrator here. So um, it's been a great experience so far, and I've loved it. And yeah, I can't really say enough good things about NCBA. I know, me either. Um, Well, you know, it's funny, our story is kind of similar. I think we did talk about this briefly, that I was also in my senior year of, um, of my degree, and I saw a banner for North Carolina Teacher Corps, which is the, yeah. the state level, um, pro, like the equivalent to, you know, Teach yes. for America on the national level. Um, and yeah, and that's exactly how I got that's into so it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So let me ask you if, you know, you said you can't say enough good things. Is there maybe like one big positive thing that sticks out to being a middle school administrator here? Yes. And, you know, everyone who asks me this question, I say the same thing. I think it's the teachers. I have worked with a lot of teachers at different schools, and I've never worked with such a group of talented teachers and also teachers who are willing to go above and beyond for students. I think I'm just every day I'm so amazed by how positive everyone is and how willing they are to do whatever it takes to meet the needs of students. I mean, I, I've just never seen anything like it. So being able to work with people who every day are excited about what they're doing kind of makes it easy to go to work and it starts to feel less like a job and just more something that you love and are passionate about. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a great answer being a teacher myself. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because my colleagues are the best. They really are. Yeah. So speaking of like, well, speaking, going to now the classrooms, when you pop into our classrooms, I know that our students see you sometimes. Is there something specific that you like to see from the students? Definitely. So one thing that I'd love to see just on the academic side of things is I just love seeing kids participating. I love to see students excited to get on the mic or chiming in with polling questions or answering in the chat box. Um, But beyond that, I also love to see the interactions between teachers and students. It's like, that's one of the things I love about your class when I come in is you just have a really good rapport with your students. And it's very clear that you guys can laugh at each other. You can have fun. (laughs) You can also get down to business. And so I like seeing that. Um, I also love it when I see kids encouraging each other because I think, it's so important to um, have a learning space that's safe where everyone feels like they can make mistakes and learn. Yeah. From them. And so I really love it when I see kids who are encouraging each other and, you know, building each other up. And um, I just think that that's such a, a cool thing to see. Yeah, I, I agree. And I have to agree that we do have some really, really awesome students here who yes. do encourage their peers in the classroom. Exactly. Um, I like to see that as well. Speaking of the students, is there one effective study habit that you think would be super beneficial to share with them? Yeah, I think that it's so hard to narrow. And if I'm going to be honest with your students, learning to be, learning to study and learning how to do school well was something that didn't come easy to me. Um, It was something that I really had to work on and I had to learn through trial and error because 
I'm just kind of, I can be kind of scattered. So I think especially like in middle school, I struggled with keeping all of my stuff together and, and turning things in on time. And so I've had to kind of figure out systems that work for me. Um, I would say probably two things that I would share would be first to prioritize things. So looking at everything you have to do, figure out which things are really important and urgent and need to be done first, and then kind of use that as a way to determine how you're going to use your time. The second thing I would say is to take your time. I think that sometimes we have the perception that being the first one to finish something or Hmm. um, rushing through your work is a sign of being smart. And I think that it's actually the opposite. I think that when you're careful and you take your time to really think about things and make sure you're giving your best effort, that that's when you see the most success and where you'll have, you know, you'll retain the most knowledge. So those would probably be my two things from my years of making mistakes and learning from them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Those are, uh, those are some really, really great habits to, to share with us. You know, I just had a flashback of me in either middle (laughs) school or high school when my peers would finish tests or assignments before me and they would take the paper up to the teacher and I would be like, Oh my gosh. Right. Like I'm on question five. Yeah. How did this happen? (laughs) They must really know what they're doing. (laughs) Right. Right. But it doesn't always mean that. (laughs) No, it doesn't. And I've seen kids do, you know, they're like, I'm the cool kid because I finished. (laughs) It's like, well, I mean, you know, there's more to it than that. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so being an adult in the education field, and you, you kind of touched on it already. Right. Is there, is there a piece of advice that you would give your younger self at the middle school age? Oh, man. I, yeah, this is tough. So I think when I look back on middle school, what I would tell any middle schooler, and I've told lots of them this before, whatever seems right now, terrible most terrible thing the worst thing that could happen it really won't Hmm. matter in five years or ten years and all a lot of the things that you're spending a lot of time worrying about now at the end of the day they're not going to have that big of an impact so I would just say don't you know don't take things too seriously don't be too hard on yourself and just kind of you know learn to work through the hard moments but dust yourself off and move past them because I know middle school can kind of be a tough age where, and I know we have lots of students that come to us because they face really severe bullying or they've had anxiety issues in school. And, you know, I just think about some of our students have gone through some really tough things. And what I would want those kiddos, especially to know is that, you know, what you've gone through now, it doesn't define Mm -hmm. you. And later on in life, you'll look back and say, that wasn't that big of a deal. And look, you know, I, I can't mm-hmm. do that and I'm a better person for it. That's excellent. Excellent yeah. advice, Miss O'Shea. <laughs> I loved hearing that. Deep thought. Yes. So speaking of deep thoughts, I've got a couple of uh, philosophical questions and you can yes. answer, you can explain, or you can just say it and then you don't have to explain it at all. But I just thought that <laughs> um, our kids would, uh, would enjoy these questions. So here we go. You ready? Okay. Yes. So would you rather live the life of a dog or the life of a cat? Oh, that's so hard. (laughs) I know people are like, I'm a dog person or I'm a cat person. I'm a person. Like I love them both. 
And so it's just, that's a hard choice. But I think, honestly, I think I would have to say mm-hmm. because I like the fact that they can climb trees. Like, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I would kind of like to be able to do that, like scale to the top of the tree. <laughs> and also, they really like to relax and just kind of like lounge. And I like to yes. too. So those two things would probably lean me more towards the cat yes. side. Although I do love dogs. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm, I'm a both person too. But I mean, I swear exactly. it just seems like a, a cat can just be okay wherever. <laughs> right. Just doing whatever. They don't really need right. much, you know. <laughs> I like that about them. They're independent. Yes, I have to agree. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> so let me ask you one more. Would you rather be a great skateboarder or a great juggler? Oh, um, honestly, I will reveal something about myself. I am, I have terrible hand-eye coordination. <sighs> I am not very good at any sort of like ball game, like basketball, softball. None of that was anything that I was ever good at huh. growing up. Like I did dance, I did cheerleading, I did gymnastics, but none of the things that involved hand-eye coordination. So because of that, I would probably say juggling because I can't imagine being able to do that. Like when I see jugglers, I think, how do you do that? So I'm just not coordinated enough right now to even like (laughs) juggling seems like something I would like to experience. You know, whenever you were saying that you didn't have the good hand-eye coordination, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say because of that, I would be a skateboarder, but this is a, but this is a like, if you had it your way, you know, right. so, I, so I'm exactly. glad you chose juggler. Yes. To try something that I would otherwise. Exactly. Not <laughs> so we have yeah. one final question and this is specifically for the kids who are listening. Miss O'Shea, what is the bonus word this week? It's connotation. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so thank you yes. so much for joining us. Love I really, it. really appreciate your time and um yeah I know the kids are gonna love uh hearing this so thank you so much well I have to say that you know I love podcasts (laughs) being on a podcast is like one of my life dreams (laughs) so you all made that life dream come true for me I feel so honored that I was (laughs) that is so great (laughs) love hearing that yes okay well thank you so much and we will talk to you soon thank you okay bye bye